Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I am here with Steph K and we are going to be talking about turning trauma into power. And so I'll say how Steph and I connected. So we both live in the same area and I feel like we connected online though, which is fun, even though we're both in the same area. And um, she runs her business, which I'll turn it over to her in a second. She can tell you everything there. Um, And then she's participated in a few of my moon challenges. She's a Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, Cap Rising. So very, she has to be in flow with the moon. And I'm so happy that we have connected and I'll turn it over to you, Steph, to introduce yourself more. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. So like Lisa said, I'm Steph K and I'm a mama of two and I love everything to do with the moon. I think that's why Lisa and I connected in the first place, of course. I'm also a makeup artist that transitioned into personal branding and really teaching women how to trust their intuition and guide them through, you know, a self-discovery process through the personal branding and really just to trust themselves and to go for what they want in life. Uh, And yeah, to jump into how I turn my trauma into power, uh, I'll get kind of explain a little bit about that. So I, it all started 2016 around then. So my, I actually lost my father to suicide and it was a huge turning point in my life, as you can imagine. And it was something that really shook me to my core. And before it happened, I always felt like, you know, I was living a happy life and I've always been intuitive, but really didn't know how to use it, I guess you could say, like I, it was always there. And my grandmother, like I grew up with her reading cards and really tapping into, you know, the idea of it. But when this happened with my dad, uh, I just really lost myself. And I had the choice this one day, I was sitting there and I was a new mom and life kind of just felt you know, broken and everything was unsure. And so I decided, you know, I can either take this path that's really dark and full of sorrow and grief, or I can use this moment and really, you know, change it into something positive and tell my story to in hopes of helping others and just really think about like, what is life to me? And how do I want to leave a lasting legacy and impact? So that was the turning point. And it it really helped, I think, that I had kids because I was doing it not only for myself, but for them. So yeah, I really, in that moment when I decided, I just first started with asking myself questions and working through my grief. And I was actually talking about this today with somebody where I realize now that the grieving process for me was 
also not only about losing my dad, but it was also about losing myself and losing the old version of myself. And when I realized I could never get back to that person, it was a harsh reality that was kind of very shocking and sad. And, but I said, you know what? I'm just gonna, like I said, turn this around and turn this into power and create a new version of myself. Wow. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know what the trauma piece was coming into the podcast. So I'm so sorry to hear that that happened and mm -hmm. everything. But um, I mean, how I know you is this very like happy, positive person. So I would have never guessed like something like that would have has happened to you in the past. So, wow. Yeah. 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 Um, I was just looking at your chart as you're talking and the word like power really stands out to me um when you say it um have you ever looked at your north node and south node uh I believe I have but I'm still learning even though I've been in your space and your energy for a while now mm -hmm. I feel like it's just such an open world and it's a new world and I love it so mm -hmm. I'm just really tapping into everything yes yes astrology is like never ending there's always a there's always something to learn um, but you have your uh, south node in Scorpio, um, north node in Taurus, along with like your Saturn and Scorpio and Pluto and your MC. So like you have a lot going on in Scorpio and Scorpio is all about like um, like the power we have within ourselves and like transformation, rebirth processes and having your MC there. It's sort of like your most public point of how you're seen in like the public image, like through your business. And like you literally help people, I feel like transform in a way. Yes. So that's I love really that. cool. yeah. And yeah. um, because your south node is there, it's almost like what you were saying about choosing that sort of darker path and like sitting with the pain, or like how can you use that to push forward? And sort of being in that north node and Taurus energy is very much like living the day to day. And like the simple things in life. And I know on your Instagram, you always share like um, the cooking things, which I love, like getting creative <laughs> in the kitchen and um, kids as well. I feel like really force you to be mindful because you just have to be like what what their energy is flowing with in the day, too. Yeah. So, I don't know how that lands with that south node, north node there. Yeah, no, that that totally feels right. And it's interesting because the more and more I learn about my own chart and astrology, it's like, wow, like. It's like they just know it knows me, right? Yeah. And it's it's so cool to see and it's very validating to just know like, okay, and the more I flow with the moon and the more I self-discover and reflect on who I am, it's just like this, like I said, the power just keeps rising and it's it's really incredible. Yeah. Have you, I guess this question has to do with like transformation, I guess from, I guess it's, seven eight years so like I guess what other tools like have you used in that period to help with your transformation and then do you use those like with your clients too yeah so the biggest thing I think that started was my mindset so mm -hmm. when I was probably about 11 my mom joined a skincare company it's like an MLM and there was always these monthly meetings and I always used to get so excited because I get to be around all these women and makeup and skincare. And it was more about their personal journey and becoming 
greater, right? And so they were always very inspirational. Uh, they loved like Bob Proctor and a lot of those big thought leaders. So from an, a young age, I was immersed in that kind of energy. So, and I would read the books. I think I was 11 when I read my first Bob Proctor book, which is funny now that I think about it and I'm always reading those books, but um, that was a big thing for me is the way I was raised, right? My mom and my dad always taught us to be grateful for what you have. And, you know, no matter what, you can be whatever you want to be. It's like, it, they really instilled that in me and they were very supportive. So I was lucky that way. Um, and then really, again, like the self-discovery journey was all about reflecting and figuring out like, well, where was I before this all happened? And what was I doing? What was the impact or what, how was I kind of, you know, leaning into my purpose? And when I realized, you know, I've always had this thing since I was a kid, people come to me, like I'd be in the grocery store and some person would open up and tell me their life story. <laughs> you know, like they naturally gravitate to me and want to tell me everything. So um, it's funny that I, I chose makeup as like a starting point because when people are in your chair, they always want to open up, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, it was just really stepping into that and no and I think I lost a lot of fear when it all happened because I was so numb with grief and I was like well so what like the little things didn't matter anymore and it was all about the bigger things and really just stepping more into who I am and really learning so much about myself and it's been an ongoing journey since then and the growth that I've experienced and just everything is, it just blows my mind because I can look back at pictures and I can tell by my eyes like when it was because I can see the sadness or the grief and the energy that I'm giving off in the photo. So just to see that is it's like a night and day difference. And yeah, I'm very proud of myself for how far I've come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my throat chakra there is like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, with the, um, it's all like, I feel like when we have a lot of water, people will just come up and tell us stuff. It's always, it's, it's like that, how I find like water is, um, what am I trying to say? Like boundless or boundaryless. So then people right. feel like they just want to pour into, and then you'll like almost hold the space for them. And you're just like, I have no idea who you are and what's happening, <laughs> yeah. but I get to know this. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you ever, and then even with, um, when you were a makeup artist, how do you, I almost want to ask a question about boundaries because you have the Cancer Capricorn access strong, yeah. um, but I guess, how do you, I don't even know where this is coming from, but like, how do you set the boundary or, or like manage that, I guess, energy management, I guess is the question. Yeah. Right. So I was finding, especially when I would be on set all day or at a shoot, I I'm really into it so I'm so excited and I was pouring so much of that energy out like 10 times you know like my energy was so high and then I would get home and I would have like a headache and just be like, drained and so exhausted because I was just giving so much and then I realized like I can still make somebody feel a certain way I can still show them you know all the things that I want to show them through the art of my makeup and I don't have to 10 times my energy. So when I became aware of that and started really protecting it and on 
like the times on set where it, there was space to be quiet or just have some downtime, I would take it. And, you know, being conscious of hydrating and eating right and making sure I'm snacking throughout the day on healthy things. And that was a game changer for me to really protect the energy. And even sometimes I would like put like an uh, invisible like energy field around myself to protect it. And I wear my bracelets, my crystals and my gemstones. So Yes, the the crystals are our must with the, (laughs) I feel like with any intuitive practice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'm just noticing now, like right now the moon is in cancer. So we're recording this on your lunar return, which is really fun. (laughs) I love it. And I just looked up because I was curious to see where everything was today for the podcast. And I saw that the sun was in Aquarius and I had pulled up something on my phone. It was just like, oh, this is so good. It was just about like, I, th- I think it was along the lines of like the whole, like trusting your intuition and, and stepping into that power. So that was cool. Yeah. um Yeah. Aquarius for like in your chart is your like second house of like your values and like your work and how like those align. And then like Pluto just entered that for you. So it's like a 20 year journey of like aligning their values with your work, which I don't even, I don't know if that sparks anything too, with what you're sort of working on in your business. Yeah, I definitely think so. Because what I feel, especially lately, is once I let go of the pressure that I feel like we all feel when showing up online and creating content for our businesses, and just really being like, you know what, this thing that I'm creating and this journey is all about the what I have to offer inside. So it's still about my clients, but at the end of the day, it starts with me. So it it just makes it so much easier and more freeing because I can literally share from my intuition and I can share from my heart. And that's just such an aligned space for me. It feels the best mm-hmm. and it just works for me better. It's There's no forcing. And maybe that's like the cancer in me of like the flow. Mm-hmm. It's I still have like a structure, but I'm flowing with you know sharing and it yeah feels great yes I'm so big on like having our structure set up so we give our chance the if we're feeling an emotion to feel it and and the world will not crumble around us we can like allow ourselves to flow yeah um what was I gonna say with the Aquarius second house oh yes do you find that like the work that you do with people is what's the right word with Aquarius? Like it has to be different or like you find that you're doing things in a more forward thinking way or like more out of the box ideas. Yes. I absolutely think that because a lot of the time it's not like there's a structured approach. I find like, yes, I have a foundation Mm -hmm. and I know the core of why I'm doing everything. But once I get talking to somebody, it's much like what we're doing right now. It's we're intuitively talking to each other and we're flowing with it. So I find whatever comes through me for a client is what they need to hear, or it's a way that shifts them. Uh, And I have this one client that always says, she's like, I don't know what it is. You have this like magic power. And every time I talk to you, I feel the shift and then I'm ready. I'm ready to go. So I think that's really interesting about my chart and, you know, how it's like the transform piece comes in and it's exciting for me because that's where I feel most alive in my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You even have, um, have you ever looked at your Mercury? 
No. Okay. So Mercury is like our mind, like the way we communicate, the way like we want to learn or the topics we want to learn about. So I didn't know your Mercury because I just associate you with so much cancer, like this, like a sweetness, softness. Um, But you have Mercury and Leo, which is like uh, what I call like the fire mind, like really fast, excitable energy. You just said it where you're like that you have to be like passionate and share things you love and just you want to tell them to everybody. Um, That's very Mercury and Leo. And then the place it lives in the chart is the area that's all about like transformation. So there's that another layer you have there about transformation with mindset or like the way your mind works. So yeah, I love that. That's yeah. so interesting. And it's funny because I always feel like, because people see me as this quiet, soft-spoken person, but I feel like I have this like quiet power. You know, it's still powerful, but mm-hmm. it's just in a calmer way that I kind of present it. Yeah. And then I I think I've said this to you before, you have Mars right on your sun. Oh, wow. So like your Mars is in cancer, which is normally that like you have to feel like feel very aligned to take action. But then when Mars is on your sun, it almost gives um, like an Aries energy. It's like a strong like in- well, intuitive leader, but like always wanting to take initiative. And I wonder if that's what um, people feel like your clients feel that like Mars that like let's go like the like a very inspiring and motivating yeah yeah oh that makes so much sense yeah that's funny and it's funny because when I was a kid um I found that it was hard because I had all of this energy and excitement inside and super passionate and wanting to create and I would almost like the moody cancer back then like I would have those moods obviously hormones too but I think I just didn't know how to protect my energy and how to kind of regulate my emotions yet So it was like, I was a tornado (laughs) of like with water and emotions and all the things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll flip it back to the transformation piece. Cause I feel like that's like very key in our conversation. Um, But are there, I guess, like, I almost want to say like, how would you define transformation or like how many transformations do you feel like you've gone through in your lifespan? Ooh, that's a good question. I think for myself, at least, I want to say seven, at least. Because I feel like when I was younger, I went through a transformation, like a ba- like very young. Um, I had meningitis and I ended up not being able to walk. Like I had learned to walk and then it affected the spinal fluid and then I couldn't walk for over a year so I feel like from an early age I was thrown into trauma and thrown into outside circumstances affecting you know my world and so I think I've been always been resilient because of the things that I've gone through right and I just have this way of it's a roller coaster but I have this way of coming out on the other side Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think, yeah, it started when I was younger and then just, you know, growing up as a teenager and then trauma I dealt with with my dad and then becoming a mom. And even now, like I'm transforming still, right? Every, all the growth that I'm doing and the work on myself is just this ever evolving transformation and it just keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited 
for like what's to come because like the vision that I see uh is just amazing yes I almost want to say because I can see your see your face just like smiling with the transformation <laughs> and it's such like an infectious infectious energy where it's like yes transformation is this like exciting thing because you don't know yeah. what else is gonna but what would you say to somebody who's like scared and they're like but they need to go through transformation like they know they have to but they're scared I think that you have to lean into that fear and kind of use it to flip it, right? So, and it, it always comes down to is your your mindset, your thoughts, like what you're telling yourself, your emotions. And we can tell, if we keep telling ourselves we're scared and we're terrified, which is a natural thing, it, it obviously, um, it we're just going to keep having that outcome because that's what we keep observing about ourselves. But when we start to, you know, really change how we see ourselves and, you know, change it into more confidence and validating like, you know, no, I don't have to be afraid of change. And even for myself, I always journal because there's still stuff that comes up, obviously, where I have to journal through the resistance or reflect or meditate because I can just feel there's something that's like blocking me. And when I do that, I'm able to see, like, get right to the root and then be like, okay, so how can I shift this going forward? And it really is about just listening to what your mind is telling you in your body. Um, I actually did this really cool, like, embodiment practice the other day. And one of the things she was like, okay, you have to figure out what is the root, like, fear or belief, right? And for me, it was like the fear and doubt kept coming up. So she made you kind of feel it in your body. And my shoulders were like caved in and I could feel tension in my neck. And then she's like, okay, well, what's the reverse of that, right? It's confidence. And how do you feel when you're confident? And instantly like my shoulders raised and I started standing taller and I was like on my tippy toes and my arms went up and it was just such a better feeling. And she's like, so you can flip that and feel that feeling. Like it doesn't have to be the, the fear in your body. So I don't know. I, I love, I think, too, like the law of like opposites, how there's always an opposite feeling or emotion to everything. And that was very calming for me because it's like, you know, just what I'm feeling now, there's literally an opposite of happiness and joy and abundance. So that was very helpful. Yes. Yeah. I, I really like somatic practices. Like our bodies tell us so much. And I feel like that's part of the intuition journey too. Right. Yes. And I'm big into opposites with astrology because each, oh, I I each sign <laughs> is an opposite. So I'm all into the the polarity of, of everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Your like astrology mind literally amazes me. Every time I've done a moon move challenge with you, it's like, how does she remember? Like, it's like you have a photographic memory for astrology I'm here for it yes I only it's only astrology though I can't nothing else I remember like the way I remember charts it's yeah it's interesting yeah but yeah um yeah looking at your chart we have like it's I didn't know this but we have two of the same placements so I don't have you looked at Venus and Jupiter no I haven't okay so these are more, these are fun placements. They're, um, Venus is uh, like the things you love to do, self-love, self-care. And then Jupiter is like how you expand and like the things that bring you the most joy and how you feel abundant. Yeah. So you have Venus and Gemini 
and Jupiter and Aquarius. I have this too. And so it creates a fun <laughs> trine of these like more expansive planets. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of know the answer to this question, but for everyone else listening, it's uh, like how important is community within or how important has it been within your, your, I guess your whole life journey or business journey? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, especially more so now that I'm older, it's been huge because I was, I always thought of myself as shy before, right? Yeah, Cause I was so quiet and I like to observe my situation and my surroundings. And then once I figured out how everything was, then I would jump in and be more outgoing and talkative. Mm-hmm. And, but I think as I got older, I realized like I need the best of both worlds. So I, I need that quiet time, that space by myself, but then I need to go out with friends and have fun or mm-hmm. be in a community collaborative energy. Cause I love like collaboration and just talking back and forth with people and, you know, creating with them. It's just, there's something about it. That's just so amazing. And I think that's why so I have a community called just wear the lipstick. And I think that's what came up for me is I, as an entrepreneur, I wanted a space where they could feel connected and feel, you know, supported together. Cause I really believe in the collective energy of, succeeding together and growing together so yeah it's definitely a huge part of who I am and um, a big part of my my values and then has it I guess I don't know if you just answer this but has it helped you in a way being a part of community transform I guess your your yourself or your mindset in different ways yes definitely um I started off there was a, a networking it's global. Uh, it's called Fem City, and I started there when I first started my makeup journey. And I can literally see myself sitting at the table, you know, when you do like the around like the yeah. round table, and you have to say who you are. And I can hear myself to this day, like perfectly. And now, when I look at myself and hear myself talk, it's like the transformation is huge. Like I've grown so much. I have so much more confidence. I know who I am more than I did back then. And a part of that was, you know, going to those meetings and talking with others and being in that energy because it really inspired me. Like I always left so fired up and like, okay, let's do this. Let's just go. So I really believe in the power of, you know, being around that energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then see, this just dropped in. You have your, um, it's really pretty. It's pink. And I love it. Your year in reflection journal. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking like if is so I'm trying to gather I have so much information coming in my head right now, but oh, it's yeah. <laughs> almost like doing that, like I'm sure because you did your own reflection, then you've created this for everyone else to use. Yeah. Um, has that also helped with different the I mean, it's almost like that balance with, when I look at your chart of like the reflection, which is that Cancerian and then the goal setting and planning, which is the Capricorn rising you have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess just talk about that and how, I guess, why we should do reflections, I guess. Right. Yeah. So the year in reflection started, I think it was about 2016 when I did my first one. So every single year, just before New Year's, I'll do like a year in review Oh, I look over my whole year and I see, you know, what I want to celebrate. And then I really think about setting the intentions for the new year going forward. And each year, not only is it amazing to look back and see like where, where your mind was back then and how you thought, 
but it's just so cool to see the growth again and reflection for me especially last year because it was very reflective uh, I think it was during the moon moves challenge where I was like just leaning into reflection like crazy like almost obsessively <laughs> um, because what it does for me is it makes me feel aligned and it makes me feel like this comfort and this peace and it also raises my energy like my vibes after that like both of your challenges was insane like my husband was like what is happening because especially during like the full moon I just like felt like I could float off the ground like that was the energy I was having so um I just really believe in it's like getting to know yourself it's like having a conversation with yourself and even when my dad first passed away and I was doing psychotherapy it's like just hearing my thoughts out loud was really like transformational and it gave you like an aha moment. It's like, oh, that's why. And you would have never known if you didn't speak out loud or just write down your emotions and your feelings. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I definitely have those moments where um, it's like, sometimes I'll just pretend I'm like, okay, just to talk out loud. It's like, instead of writing like the journaling, but sometimes I just start talking and then through me talking, I figure it out. But I like you have to hear it or something. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean yet. And it helps you almost dig a little deeper, uncover like the why. And then you have those aha moments. And then it's just you can't go back once you have that like awareness. You just have to keep moving forward in that in that way. Yeah. And I think for me, that's like one of the biggest tools that I use on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah like a guiding star almost it's like yeah. helps you on your path yes okay um are there any other different that you haven't mentioned you mentioned mindset you said journaling um meditation feeling it in your body any other transformation or reflection techniques that people can use I guess to get started if they're feeling a little bit of fear towards their their next transformation for me, definitely moon, like flowing with the moon, like we mentioned, okay. that's huge for me. Um, and like self-care practice for sure. For me, it's like water. So um, like we had talked about my energy and it feeling depleted after being on set. And one of the things that helped me was like a hot bath with like Epsom salt or going in my hot tub or, you know, and in the summer being at the beach and going in the water, feeling the sand uh, even just being grounded. So walking on the grass with bare feet, I used to lie in my backyard, just in the grass and get grounded. And I swear my neighbors thought I was crazy, but I was like, I don't even care. This is what I need. Um, yeah, but definitely. And putting yourself first, like that was my lesson of 2023 is I'm always love helping other people. And when I was younger, I was a people pleaser and then I realized it's actually not helpful to yourself. Like I can't show up in the way that I want to when I'm depleting all my energy and giving out too much. And especially as a mom, like I really learned that lesson quick. So yeah, definitely those would be like the two that I would add. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess one of the last questions I could ask is, I guess, how do you find that balance with like motherhood but still, I guess, staying true to you or if that's the right way to put it. But yeah. Yeah. I like to have open conversations with my kids because I'm teaching them 
you know, about the moon and I'm teaching them about manifesting and listening to their feelings and really, you know, expressing those feelings. Like I'm always telling them it's okay to be mad. Uh, and if you need a moment before you explain why, like that's okay. But, you know, it's important to talk about these things out loud and it will make you feel so much better. So I think they're so used to that, that we kind of have like this great balance together, like a quiet balance that it just works out. And both my kids are very creative. And so if they're creating, they'll be so quiet in the moment. So that'll give me some space and time to do a workout or meditate. And, you know, they're both in school full time. So I have that time during the day to really focus on myself. And um, I am a night owl too. So I'll take that time after they go to bed and when all the ideas are flowing and I just want to create. So I think it's that and just, yeah, just knowing who I am and putting myself first and making sure that I'm doing all the things that make me feel happy and balanced. And then I can show up and, and be better as a mom, as a person, all of that. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All the area where all of your, your three cancer placements like live is like the house of balance. So oh, I love that, that like the word has come up a few times, even I put this necklace on and it's supposed to mean balance. Cause it's like oh, a, I love that. a bar. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Like, I don't know. So I, I, I intuitively was like, I want to wear a necklace for this. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. Okay. And then, um, Normally to end off the interviews, I normally say advice from a insert this sign. So is there, you've given such great advice this whole episode, but um, is there any other like last minute advice from a cancer that you'd want to share? Yeah, absolutely. So I posted this today, actually. So I'll draw from that. But what I like always try and remember now that I've gone on this journey and I've really discovered who I am is that it all begins with you. So, you know, when you're feeling lost or stuck, right? I, it's so normal to look for outside answers and think like, oh, like I don't feel like I'm ready. So I need to take another course or, you know, I, if I only do this, then that. So it's like, no, just knowing that it's all inside already and that you have all the power that you need has been huge for me because it's in that self-discovery and in that reflection where I'm like, no, I already have the confidence. It's just, I have to be it now, not later. And uh, yeah, I think that's what I would say is be you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and um, do you want to share, I have everything linked in the show notes, like your professional bio and then all of the links to your website Instagram but you want to share how people can work with you yeah for sure so right now I'm my main focus is the just wear the lipstick membership so like I said it's a membership community for entrepreneurs who really dive into self-discovery building a brand that connects and aligns with not only their clients but themselves and coming into a community where you can feel empowered and inspired and really lean into trusting your intuition. Okay, awesome. I'll have that link for everyone below. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I learned so much just about my chart. So that was amazing. I love the conversation too. Awesome.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the Don't Tell Me What To Do vibration, there are three different ways. You can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new, for exclusive episodes. Or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.